All right, let's get right into it, boys. It's uh, episode 59, the Tyler Bertuzzi episode. And uh, we started with Connor last week. Let's start with Dustin. How you doing? The best in the house. I am doing well. Um, pretty exciting news. I actually got some Red Wings tickets for next week. So I'll actually be going to the Red Wings game nice. next Thursday. Yeah, they're playing Tampa Bay. Uh, somewhere in the Question. lower section. You can just uh, go wherever you want, right? I mean, I'm gonna try it. I, honestly, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm literally gonna see it. What are they gonna, gonna say? Be a little restricted. Well, I think it's gonna be a little restricted just due to COVID. Oh, um, there's only seven hundred. Yeah, there's only seven hundred. Spaced out, fans. right? Yeah, I mean, it's like you're spaced out. You'll be fine. That's what I'm thinking. That's um, awesome. But yeah, I'm excited to see a little bit of hockey, even though it's not that good of hockey. It's a little bit normal. So, well, it's Red Wings yeah. hockey. So, Ex- exactly. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> yeah, Tyler, you said it best in our group message. That that's the most normal thing ever when you can watch when you can go to the uh, LCA and watch the Red Wings lose. It, everything <laughs> starts to feel a little bit normal. <laughs> yep, it, it's it's like it's like COVID didn't happen. You're you're right back where we started. So, hey, um, hey let's, let's just hope though that the the Red Wings get their first win against Tampa when I'm yeah. watching. So. Yes, that would no, be awesome. No chance. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yep, I mean, he's, no he's being op- he's being optimistic. So. Yeah. yeah, is it though? <laughs> um, no, but uh, also we should add in. Speaking of fans, Grand Rapids just uh, announced that they will be allowing a certain number of fans in as well. I'm not sure exactly on the numbers, but it's uh, 750. Seven fifty. Seven hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's Michigan. Just, it's the same. Oh, okay. a lot of fans. Yep. I thought it was yep. different for capacity because, uh, like, no, I think they're over that threshold, whatever that is. If that's what you're I mean, like, you. you have to, you have to have an arena that sits, that seats over whatever, 10,000. 10, yeah. And they're, yeah. they're, they must be over oh, 10,000 too. Yeah. It's gotta be barely 10,000. If, if that, I mean, the van's a nice arena. It's one of the bigger ones in the a, but, uh, yeah. I, I would it's have to say nice. it's probably about 10. Uh, I mean, for an AHL arena, dude, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's not bad, but it's not that nice. It's built in the night for, for I, it being built in the nineties. It's not bad. It's a great atmosphere. Um, it's loud as hell. Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, this is for the listeners. It's pretty classic. You know, Tyler will say something, and then Dustin will disagree, and then they'll go back and forth. And and I had to deal with this all week long. <laughs> is and it, I don't know are, who are wants to kick it off, it? but. I, are, I felt like that was a good it? segue. Okay. <laughs> so, so let's, let's, okay. So now that tempers have subsided, um, and, and I have to apologize, Dustin, I did get heated at times. Um, but let me, let me just bring up, I, I want to preface a couple of things. We are talking about the, the OV spear to the nuts after Trent Frederick had been basically being no, a partial no. to them all game. Right. No, no, no. So let's just, let's just say it how it is. So Fredericks cross-checked Ovi twice, and then Ovi retaliated with a spear in the nuts. That's I was that. actually helping your argument out more, Dustin. Oh, if it, I don't, so no, no. I, I just want to say how it saying, is, though. I just want to say well, how no, it is. Well, that's that is how it is, though. If you watch like the replay of Trent Fre- Frederick throughout the entire game, he was yeah, on the Ovi game. the entire game. So, oh, agreed. So yeah, but I'm just saying in that, that instance we're talking about. Right. Okay. So let's let's get right into it. So. I so I believe it was uh, Connor who texted the group saying, yeah, exactly. And so Connor texted the group and said, uh, hey, did you guys see the spear by by Ovi or the cup check? Was it is that what you said? The exact words, the cup check. And so I call it a cup check. And and like so Dustin actually sent over a video of kind of them going at it. And I said uh, something along the lines of I think he like he got him back with the cup check or something like that. But yeah, and then I sent the video. I found it on on Twitter, sent it over. And then, uh, 
and then you can take it away there, Tyler, I guess. And, and then, and then an argument ensued between Dustin and I, that's what, that's just what happens. We we're both strong personalities and I feel like we're both very stubborn <laughs> and we don't really like to move on, on whatever our viewpoint is, but so, <laughs> right. But, uh, so basically this, this is what I was, was getting at and a knee jerk reaction. I said, it deserves 10 games. I've now retracted that statement and I've, I've, you know, thought about it a little bit. Dustin called me out on that immediately. I'll get that right out, right out in front. Dustin called me out on the 10 game suspension and it was a knee jerk reaction. Okay. My point is it has absolutely no part in the game. And I think that a $5,000 fine that he, that's all he got. I think that's garbage. And if it was any other player, they would have gotten more, they would have, been disciplined more so than that and um i'll i'll let you talk now dustin since you've been quiet during this for for the time being and i appreciate it so my my view on on the situation at hand is should he have speared him in the nuts no i I do not think he should have hit some of the nuts however what Fredericks did was also illegal, regardless if it's a uh, an unwritten, you know, okay thing to do in the NHL. It's still an NHL rule. It's it, he he illegally cross checked somebody in the forearm on an unpadded area. Um, did it re- did it result should have resulted in a spear in the nuts? No. Um, I think technically should have just slashed the back of his legs, um, or something of that nature. But he chose to hit him in the nuts, and that's mm-hmm. the route he went. Um, so he got he got a fine, which I, I agree with. Um. I, I think even a game misconduct might have been been okay. Outside of that, though, he's not really doesn't have a history of hitting people, doesn't have a history of doing that type of thing. So the five thousand dollar fine was sufficient. But I also think in that instance, Frederick should also have got a five thousand dollar fine. Just to be honest with you, um, but Ovi should have got a game misconduct. Maybe it's hard to tell because I, I don't know if that was a dive. If he actually was injured after that play, I think he finished the game. So. The the only thing I'll say on that point is uh, is I Tyler you went strong with the ten games and redacted to six. I the only thing Dustin, while I agree with most everything you just said, five thousand dollars versus a game. There's a long way in between. I think that you know if you if you say a game, I I think I'm good with that. But if you think that's a stretch, then you have to kind of go back on your your five. I, I you know, like if you're saying like it's a hundred thousand, that then that you could like make that more realistic be like hundred thousand or a game or something just five thousand it's kind of well, no, it's kind of it, funny to be honest dude. it is it's it's not it's nothing to them that's right. that's literally like a, a, a night out right yeah exactly yeah. <clears throat> hold on one second one, one more thing mm-hmm. um and, and that's one thing I, I did mention though in in the comment was i did think that a game misconduct was sufficient i never said a game misconduct wasn't in line it right. was more or less Tyler's 10 game out the ripper that kind of like threw me back like whoa okay calm down there my my whole point about that is it is such a cowardly move and and you say that yes okay Fred by the way I totally disagree with you saying that Frederick should have gotten fined too I should I think he should have gotten penalized for sure for cross-checking because that's bullshit but didn't deserve uh he didn't deserve a five thousand dollar fine he was the recipient of and and i'll i'll say this trent frederick he's kind of like the the new and up and coming marshand he just he pisses people off and that's just what he does right he's very good at it as you could see um but 
that cup checking has absolutely no part in, in the league. And I'm not just talking with, uh, with Ovi because I've seen it happen a few times before. Sometimes it looks like it's incidental. This one to me, in my opinion, when I look at that, when I look at that video, he thought about it and knew exactly what he was doing. I think that that's intent to injure. And I think that that deserves at least six. When you see the reason why I say six guys is because, and the reason why I've, I've come back from 10 is that six, six is what uh, Nyquist got from being a, uh, he, he wasn't a repeat offender. He, he had been a first time offender for doing a high stick to the face. And this was against Minnesota, albeit a couple of years ago. Doesn't matter. Um, the player didn't get severely injured, didn't get thrown out, didn't get out of the game whatsoever. Uh, Nyquist was, I don't know exactly how much he was fined for, but he was suspended for six games. I think that if that, in that instance, if it was any other player besides Ovechkin, they would have gotten a heavier, a heavier punishment. That's my opinion. Go ahead, Dustin. Um, I, I guess my main thing on that though, Tyler, you're, you're saying that, uh, Fredericks doesn't, re- doesn't deserve anything. Um, he's, he still did something illegal that, that could have caused injury. Deserved a penalty, not a fine. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, 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 feel, I, feel like, I, I feel like the thing it's, it, he did something just as badly. He could have, in all seriousness, he could have snapped his arm. It didn't happen, but he could have broke his arm, and then what? And then we would would have a different conversation. Well, what the, the dude cross checked him, so what? He deserves ten games at that point because he broke Ovi's arm. I mean, it's still a if, dangerous if, play, regardless. Regardless, it, the, the, my point being is neither of them got injured. It was stupid on both sides. They both played a stupid game. They both won stupid prizes. Homeboy got hit in the nuts. Ovi got a five thousand dollar fine. I think honestly, though, they both were playing the game. They both should have got the same stupid prize. That's I I just disagree with that. I think that you're you're comparing two things that shouldn't be comparable. I understand where you're coming from. Where if Ovi breaks his arm, now you're bringing up hypotheticals. Obviously, if he gets injured on it, yeah, kick well, him out of the game. Kick him out of no a couple that, games. That's no different than you saying his intent was to injure. Dude, when when you're going after the nuts, that is injury. There's no other reason why you're going after the nuts. That's my point. So Tyler, why are you hit? Why are you cross checking him in an unpadded area then? You how know do you know it was unpadded? Do you you know how all these pads are? You're bringing this up yesterday. So the cross checks happen every single game. So do slashes. So do hooks all the time. That was not that vicious of a cross check to warrant a fucking cup check. It I didn't. will say that yeah. So while <laughs> while you guys are on complete opposite sides on the cross checking piece, that cross check if you. If you break down any film, any power play or anything in front of the net, that whether right or wrong, Dustin, I think you even mentioned it. Like it, it's still a penalty, whether it's like an unwritten rule that it's allowed. That will happen forty to fifty times in a game. I and mean, that's, that, that was my point. So Does it, it, it doesn't was, make it right, it right that he did it. No. Yeah. So so the, and the only re- the only reason I say that is that for a player, like if I if I am in front of the net, like there's a difference between like. They weren't in front uh, of the and, net, and, though. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, because that's where the majority of this happens, or anything, right? I'm just you putting myself in that situation to say sure. there's a difference between intent to hurt and intent to injure. For me to cross-check somebody, and knowing that, and this is going on your point too, Dustin, that is an unpadded area for 99.9% of the hockey players and probably is for Ovi as well. You cross-check that area specifically because you're not going to hit pads and because you're going to give them uh, a, a Charlie horse 
like that, and then it's going to be sore for that game and then the following games. That's a that's just a fact. Same thing of why you you talked about the slash of the back of the calf completely unpadded. You do that on purpose because it hurts. That's an intent to hurt. Where so I think that his intent was to hurt Ovi. Where Ovi's intent was probably to injure because you they're like lifting a you, you lift your stick directly vertical. There's only one place that it can go. You know, like if you if you cross if you slash somebody and you accidentally hit their wrist and break it, then it kind of gets in a gray area because you don't know if they're slashing you're trying to hit their, uh, their forearm on their pad or their glove or whatever. Like, that, that's a gray area. But, like, lifting up, that's, there's only one place it can go, and that's right in the nuts. <laughs> and, 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 and my main point is, though, I'm not saying what he did was appropriate. But what I'm saying, though, is something's, something's going to happen if you cross-check somebody. It's, just, it's guaranteed. Yeah, so so here, here's normally. here's my point though. Yeah. He had two choices at at this point in time, and Ovi Ovi's been in the league for what is it, 15 years now. He knows better than this. That that this is the worst that I've seen him. And I, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Ovi. I always have been, always will be. But this play, I, I mean, you had you had two choices. You could have either skated away and ignored it, which is what he's done, or you could fight him, which is what he's done before. And he chose to to hit him so hard. I didn't even see the picture of the stick flex that you just sent. There's a lot of force in there. So, Dustin, here here let, we need to be able to find one thing that we agree upon because we've gone on what, probably what twelve minutes on this topic. So I, I can tell you right now, I can agree that you shouldn't hit some of the nutsack. However, my 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 main thing is though, don't fucking cross check someone and expect nothing to happen. Well, you can like, expect like you, I, you I, can so, expect to get hit in yeah. the face, but you don't. You you should never. Ex- that's my point. It should not be in the game. Getting hit in the okay. nuts should okay, not be my, in the my, game. My, that's fine. But again, if he never would have cross checked Ovi. Obi would not have skated over there and hit him in the nuts. That's my point. So literally, if you, that's it. well, everyone knows that. That, that I mean, so, okay. So then, course. don't do it. That's the same thing you were saying. If, you get, if there's a ten game price tag on it, but then it, you're making never it okay it. for the league. So okay, no, I'm, but the NHLPA timeout. The NHLPA apparently said that nut slapping is a five thousand dollar fine according to the NHLPA. So the biggest concern is now that opens a Pandora's box. Apparently, you can just go spear people in the groin for five thousand bucks. That's my point. My my entire <laughs> point is that it shouldn't be in the league, and they should have higher they should have higher penalties about this. Yeah, a game misconduct, not six games. Too much. Still, I, no. It, in my opinion, one game is not going to be enough to to stop someone from doing it. That's that's right. my opinion. So we can Let's agree create. on this. It doesn't it doesn't belong in the league. Agreed. Okay. There you go. That, that's all I was trying to get. But, but but I never. But just real quick, at no point did I say it ever belonged in the league. No, I, I'm. I know that, and neither did I. That's why we found common ground to to agree upon. Hey, but so, the good news is. Hey, but the good news is, is we have an actual fighter part two coming on today. Yes. Nice. So good segue. You like that? Um, actually, uh, he's supposed to. He was supposed to give me his feedback actually on this play because I was kind of curious on it. Um, I was telling Connor before you jumped he on sent Tyler. It to me. Oh, did he send it to you? Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, I think I sent it to him yesterday just to get his feedback. And uh, he said, "Bitch, move by Ovi." He said, "If uh, if the NHL had any balls, they would suspend him." Yeah. Well, at the same point in time, though. So I asked him. I was like. Regardless of the play, I was like, "Can I cross check you in the forum?" He's like, "If you want to get chopped." So again, the, the main point here is, 
should he have done it? No, but there was going to be a warranted response. Yeah. That response I, was not warranted. Right. Okay. So that's, that's yeah, where yeah. I think the common ground is. Exactly. Like, exactly. Ovi could have socked him in the face and I would have been okay with it. Yeah. So, uh, and and that, same here. I don't or licked I, him I, in the, in the nose, like Marshand. Again, I, I don't think the nut slap was appropriate, but something was going to happen if you cross checked me in the forearm. Right. It, so something, I think, it, but not and, that. Yeah. And I think you guys are so far apart. Like if that, you know, a lot of the stuff you're not going to equal out. And I, it's, it's, you know, you guys always talk about me being in the middle and everything. You guys make it extremely easy for being in the middle. <laughs> I, like, like one person That's being true. a $5,000 fine is fine. And then one person saying six game suspension. Like, and me, me, if I was honestly going to be in like the, the NHL and making this decisions, I'd be like, one to two games and then you talk about it at that point Dustin I know you said one game but you're like at the same time you were talking about how you're fine with it being a five thousand dollar suspension uh I was just I, just I, I do think, the what, sorry go ahead Connor go ahead no, well, go I was ahead. just saying like I think I think that the, the for the a majority of the people were surprised that there was not a suspension and that's where I think that uh you know where the question is because for me I was surprised there wasn't a suspension of at least one to two games so I, I think that's where the majority lands. You guys are just so on opposite sides. And here's yeah. the thing. Dustin and I do agree upon a lot of things. It's just like mm-hmm. the things that we disagree upon, we are so far apart that it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's good to find common ground, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. All right. I don't, don't want to beat a dead horse. I think we've, I think we've covered enough. Um, I think it's I think it's a it's a grimy move, but again, it it it's it's what's part of hockey. I don't yeah. think the the nut slapping no, is not, part, not of part of hockey. No, no, the nut slapping is not part of hockey, but the whole aspect is. it is. The cross check's part of hockey, and it's going to result in something happening. Yeah, but, but yeah, Obi, don't be a grind bag and hit people in the nuts, though. Yeah, exactly. So, I did, and one one last. This is not the same topic, so I'm going to kind of transition a little bit. But okay. I, I just want to make sure that stuff like this. Uh, stuff like this, the slew foot that we saw in the Red Wings game, which we can talk about in a second, hits oh. to the head. Like the, I'm talking about the the nut, the nut tap, the slew foot, and the hit to the head. Those kind of things, I don't think you can classify into a soft NHL if you give a suspension for things like that. Those are just right. not hockey plays. Now, if you start hitting people too hard, open ice hits that like you know get people on their feet and you start giving suspensions in their their arms like, are down and you accidentally like hit a head exactly like those are different things where you're like okay well now we can start talking about you know the nhl being soft which i think we do we do that we think the nhl is getting softer and i think the majority of people for the most part think that um so anyway that's that's where i'll leave it i just don't think that that falls into the soft nhl category uh but now, in saying that, do you guys have any thoughts on that slew foot? I'm sure if you're a Red Wings fan, you probably saw the video, or if you're watching the game, that, that ten was, games, hundred thousand dollar fine. That was that was kind of ridiculous, though. Like the most blatant thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. See, I know. So t- time out. That yeah. was, so literally, Connor. I think was it you, Connor? Did did you send it, Tyler? One of you guys sent it, and that was literally my. I sent response. it. Yeah, it was. That, we was, a, that middle, was a funny response. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of the argument about the uh, Ovi thing, so I was being a yeah. little overzealous in that. But no, Slewfoot's again. That's that's a dangerous play, caused a lot of injury. Um, minimally, I, I think minimally, and, and that's another thing. Real quick, my whole thing when Tyler said ten games is that's an eighth of a season or a fifth of the season. That's a long, long time when you talk about you would game do it. set. No, again, time out. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. I'm gonna I mute know. you, so, Tyler. <laughs> so, so you know, on that slew foot, you know that like, 
it, it, it like is a one to three games is that is that sufficient I but again so. is, is and then it's if it's a repeat offender that's when i feel like you double it up right like yeah, marshan yeah. did it so much yeah, yeah, that motherfucker should get twenty games. You know, after yeah, every one, time he does, yeah, if he breathes the wrong way, if he and, licks someone's face the wrong way, he <laughs> <yeah>. should. <laughs> he didn't even get a suspension for that too, which no, is crazy. I know. Can you imagine in COVID times? The guy would be oh kicked out of the league. Oh my god, licking people. He'd in be COVID. in jail. <laughs> yeah, honestly, He'd be in jail. He, had, he wouldn't oh be allowed to go into Canada. That's for damn sure. Oh no! Oh no! He he. Sir, <laughs> sir, you can't come in here. He, he can't <laughs> in what you've done. We see what you've done, licking people. Get out of here. <laughs> That's actually his mugshot. That's <laughs> just him licking something. Oh my god! But um, so do we? Do we want to bring on Derek and then discuss the the games uh, yeah. after? Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's, yeah, do let's just bring on Derek and we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll go from there. All righty. All right, let's switch. Over. Well, you know what time it is. <laughs> All right, so this is actually our first guest where we've had him on uh, two weeks in a row, so it's going to be part two. Welcome back, Derek Rail. <laughs> hey, we, we, guys, good to be back. <laughs> yeah, we, we couldn't get we couldn't get enough, uh, so we we had to come back and and get you for part two. So uh, we we left off just you know talking about you know when you played for Blashill and and playing at Western and everything. And um, were there any other stories that you wanted to bring up uh, from Western? with the guys, you know, at some times at the bin, um, before, before we move on into Europe or Red Wings camps or anything like that. Um, yeah, I guess I, there's always room to touch on the Western. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, that was the best four years to date, um, of my career and just learning and, and the teammates and, and that type of culture, uh, was second to none. It's, it's pretty hard to replace something like that. Would you say that it's the best four years, like as far as the most fun you had playing hockey, or just like per, on a personal level when you look at your when you look at your uh, your game film? There, it's just like that's the best hockey you were playing. I mean, <laughs> definitely, yeah. I'll ch- touch on all that. There's definitely another level in college hockey. I think it's you know a lot. It's quicker. It's guys are a little more determined. You know, we're trying to get to that next step, but at the same time, you're trying to win a championship. At the same time, you're trying to get classes done and have a good time socially. So there's a lot of things on the plate as a college athlete. Um, and I think that the give and take was, was healthy uh, at times. And starting the first two years there, we were obviously, I think we might've had the worst record in college hockey, my sophomore year uh, in the CCHA. Sorry. So ups and downs for sure. Uh, the last two years we, we were in the tournament and at the jail both years and, fortunate enough to win our, our senior year with that group we had. Um, so there was a ton of lows and a lot more highs that, that I think canceled out uh, in the negative first couple of years as far as just wins and losses goes. Um, but there's nothing. I mean, the Ben, uh, I guess after we won it my senior year, we got back into Kalamazoo maybe like 1.30 a.m. and – wheeled the trophy out of there, asked Dion if we could take it. And he, he kind of took too long to get back to me. Um, so I, <laughs> I wheeled it out, put it in the car, brought it up to a local bar that I worked at. Some of the guys uh, on the team worked at throughout their four years there. Um, Which one? Y bar. It was Y bar. Oh, 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 okay. So um, I, I actually worked there for maybe three or four years 
my time in Kalamazoo, just one night a week. You know, they let me out early if we had a game the next night. So it was a pretty good setup. The owner there loved hockey. And obviously when we were doing well, it was, um, we were a little more liked. So were you slinging drinks or, or were you uh, busting tables? I was a doorman. I was a doorman. Yeah, I was going to say, he's kicking people out. <laughs> college night, uh, you had to have a college ID to get in. If not, there was a cover charge. So all right, uh, there was a guy yeah. in front of me who could spot a fake ID, fake passport, anything from a mile away. And I just went with what he said and either took money or let him go in. Do you ever mess with people? That's why he got his pins oh, way up man. the next couple of years. <laughs> See, I wasn't as bad. The one guy who, who took the IDs and would basically say you're getting in or you're not. I mean, Y Bar was a pretty popular bar on Thursday nights. I think it was was the college night, and he would see a guy probably you know thirty groups back, like say, "Hey, you see that guy back there with with the the boot on the sprained ankle?" I'd be like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, he ain't getting in." <laughs> I'd be like, "All right, you want me to go tell him?" He's like, "No, no, no. Let him wait in line, and I'll tell him when he gets." Oh up. man. I'm like, man, I mean, you could easily just avoid a situation, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Stay there. You got to stay at the drawer. Okay. So I stay at the drawer and the guy comes up. He's like, hey, you're not getting in. And the guy stood outside in the cold for probably like 40 minutes. That's what I'm saying. This is Michigan we're talking about in, uh, in yeah. the winter. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the summer where it'd be a different story. Um, but he comes up flat out. You're not getting in. The kid's like, well, what do you mean? I just stood in line for this. Da, da. He's stumbling a little bit. He goes, you're just too intoxicated. You're not getting in. Guy would throw a fit, and I mean the other guy was just ready to rumble every time something. Just looking for one. Yeah, looking for. So, it. so Derek, was this uh, your fix since you weren't fighting in the in hockey? <laughs> yeah, no fights in college, so I guess I had to work at a bar, right? Right. <laughs> you <laughs> you just go to the bar and get in fights, but <laughs> you don't get paid for that, I guess. <laughs> no, no, but it was just it was good socially, and I mean some of the younger guys had kept an eye on them, and you know if they we let them in or got them in one night. Uh, just keep a close eye on them. Have make sure they had a good experience. So did did, uh, did Wikowski work at those bars too? No, no, he never worked at the bars. He was he was a very focused, which is why he's <laughs> where he is now. Um, but he was definitely <laughs> up there. Definitely up there. Man, had to get him out the back door a couple times or in the back door. <laughs> I was about to say if if he was. If he was at the door, if he was doorman, I feel like he'd be he'd be in a tilt every night. Yeah, there's some guys, there's fuses where, hey, you know, maybe this just isn't for you. Um, we'll put you in the kitchen. You can cook if you want, but uh, you don't need to be out here stirring shit up before we got a big yeah. weekend in Michigan or whatever. Derek, I don't know if you if you uh, I'm not sure like if if alumni. Do you guys know like the younger players, like players that are on the team right now? Or even like when I was in at school, like did you know uh Hargrove and um Laporte, those guys? Yeah, yeah. I knew that class. They were here, they came in the year I left. So I was like a senior still training before I left and they were coming in. Um I would say I came back to Kalamazoo for a good three summers after while playing. Okay. Um, so I had my uh wife now, girlfriend at the time. We met senior year and I went to France, came back. We lived somewhere. I forget Arboretums. Maybe she had a friend still in school. The Arbs. Yeah. So that worked <laughs> out Stayed there, trained with the team is like, that was staying there during the summer. Everyone had to stay or did stay. I mean, it was a great 
time in the summer and it was also a time to get ahead in school and yeah. things of that sort. And the pool parties at campus court were absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. Sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah. So, I mean, those are fun. Um, the alumni, I mean, I, I feel like I know I'm still familiar with at least a few players a year because JJ crew who was my roommate is now an assistant coach there. Um, oh, okay. And the same coaches are there too. So and up until last year, I've been to the alumni weekend that we've had every year. And I think my senior year was the biggest turnout in 30 some years. There was like 216 or something. The year before, like my sophomore year, there's, I think 14 or 15 golfers in the outing. And then when we started uh, making a little bit of noise, then the alumni started coming back. It was great to see. And um, a lot of fun for the guys. Did did you ever meet uh, Josh Pitt? Yes, I do. That that guy's hilarious. He's he reminds me of uh, Tosh, he Daniel really, Tosh for some reason. Dude, I always called him Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. He's one of the two. He's made it by Beavis. I don't know. He looked just like one of them. Um, I don't even I don't even know the guy, and I know exactly what he looks like now. <laughs> between, between Butthead and one of the blonde hair, like, he's the one with the blonde. Yeah, and I picked that up after uh, Tyler said Tosh. I'm like, okay, if it's gonna be two, it's gotta be him. And I think those two are a good representation of who I'm picturing. Now I'm gonna be a picture, actually. <laughs> yeah, he was a good player too, man. I, he was. Oh, one, he was really good. Yeah, he. I guess just his off ice stuff or whatever it was. I heard he fell asleep in video, and Murray lost it on him. So, oh man. Yeah, no, they, they used to, yeah, right. They, uh, so those guys used to come over to, uh, our apartment and our, uh, our house all the time and, and party. But, uh, they were all, the reason I asked because like, there was always something that, that they were up to, man, like something, um, you know, yeah. getting into a little bit of trouble here and there, but, uh, they were, they were great guys <laughs> to hang out with. Yeah. Slippery guys. I mean, they were great players too. Another, if they were a little more dialed in that where would they be? Um, but right. I grew up, I think one of the alumni weekends, he, he was handcuffed and ran away. Who stars from, he? Yeah. Ran away from the police yeah. and broke out of the handcuffs. You probably heard that story. <laughs> oh yeah. He saw so, that cop later on and the guy's like, Hey, you were the guy who ran from me. He goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah man. It's and great. great uh, I mean, the team's just, we're so tight and I mean, from our year on and, and to see it grow as a program organization um, and now even go back now and see some of the changes, it's uh, always have a special place and classmates as well. It was just a great experience, a lot of fun. Uh, and it was also like you learn, you learn to work your tail off, right? Like, I mean, they, they put you through the ringer um, with workouts and 6 AMs and little things that are behind the scenes. And then, you just grind on the weekends, um, ice baths and, and abuse your body to the fullest Friday, Saturday, and maybe <laughs> Sunday, uh, depends. Um, mm-hmm. but, but then like that, that just, I mean, I feel like that molds and, and builds a lot of character and, and teaches, uh, life values and, and lessons that you're not going to get anywhere else. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think for hockey specifically, and whether it's juniors or college or anything, I think Sunday fun day is like the most real term ever because you're playing Friday, Saturday. Usually you have Sunday off, and then like a light day on Monday. Uh, and I remember just like playing. It's like I would look forward to su- like, while everybody else that has a real job 
when I was playing juniors, they like the Sunday scaries would kick in and it was like the best day of the week, bar none, like just drinking and watching football all day long. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you had to see it was that that Sunday was kind of based on Friday, Saturday's <laughs> yeah. game, first of all, and then how hard Saturday went or how late Saturday went and when you can answer the bell Sunday um, because you know Monday when that 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. bell rings, like either class or you got a hell of a practice that you need to find a way through. So, yes, there is definitely Sunday fun days, but um, it was definitely uh, Friday, Saturday pending. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it, was all, it was all on that. Yeah, yeah. that's probably yeah. a better way to put it. But, yeah, no, that's, that, that's great. I guess, yeah, after the game, I mean – Man, after the game on uh, on Saturdays, I would imagine that gets pretty crazy, especially if you're playing home. You know, you're you're trying to stay hydrated at the same, but at the same time, you you drink like three beers because you're so dehydrated from the game. You you're, you're already hammered. And you the same thing. You get home, quickly. get home about eleven eleven fifteen after a game. Back to the bin, a quick breakdown of a home game in in KZU. Um, <laughs> And I remember my uncles were in town and, and family was in town and we were just sitting in the living room and my roommates, my family and, and uncles were like, you know, when's, I thought you guys were having a party tonight. And I like, look at the clock. It's like 1130. I was like, guys, 12 o'clock, you'd be lucky to move from side wall, <laughs> right? You, yeah. You'd be lucky to find me. And they're like laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sure enough, 12 o'clock, 1215, wall to wall. People are flooding in, like everybody's just having a time. The booze is flowing. It's yeah, it's packed. Really- and then the next, you know, it's five thirty in the morning. You're playing closing time. Listen uh, <laughs> <laughs> up, get out. Oh get man, out, you're really uh, throwing a lot of trust on the on the house floor, the floor joist specifically. You know, it's uh, <laughs> some oh, yeah. some old houses at, at any college in Western. You know, there's no exception. You're driving down there. I'm like, oh, yep, these are these uh these old houses, and they'll pack a hundred people in the family room. And <laughs> just hope you don't fall through the floor. We had some skates hanging from the telephone poles or the wires out front, so it was kind of like marked our spots. I think some kids would try and take him a couple of times. We caught a kid uh, with a ladder and some sticks trying to get him. Down. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably eventually, nice. Eventually the cops came and took him because it was a hazard. Uh, yeah. I, I, I imagine <laughs> some, some, some knives. Yeah. The like, air, pretty much. But stripes, we, we t- or ref stripes. We, we took the steel out. Like, what do you think? <laughs> you can take the toques out too. And then you'd be, you're really yeah. good to go. <laughs> yeah. It still so, hurts, I mean, man. Us there to the police, like especially we started winning. They, there was times where they would stand at the end of the driveway and like if certain, like they didn't know a certain person or something, they would kind of keep them going. So that kept everything pretty even keel, and there's no no issues there as far as fights or anything like that. I mean, we got along with everybody. Um, the sports teams you hear about Michigan and State and those guys battling with their football teams and stuff. We had a good relationship there, so. That was never an issue, but they keep the riffraff out for the boys. Who who was the your guys' biggest rival when you were there playing in the CCHA? Ah, uh, I would say we had some good ones with Ferris. Um, I was gonna say yeah, because that's how it was when when I was there for all four years. That was like the biggest game where Lawson was jam packed. 
Yeah, yeah, that and always Michigan, Michigan State, but right. Uh, I mean, Ferris, we had some good battles, and it always came down to like us in the playoffs as well, or kind of for the last spot. So them and Michigan, obviously, we, we like to play Michigan. Or local guys always love those games. Oh yeah, for sure. And and you have like probably buddies that are going to be like, uh, or at least for me, you know, like uh, like Connor went to Michigan state. And so for those weekends, we'd be like, Oh yeah, Connor come to Western. So you could watch, you know, Western versus state. Yeah. No offense, Connor, but those state was probably my least favorite place to play against or place, <laughs> place to go. Sorry. Oh, at um, Mon? Yeah. Mon was just brutal, man. Really? Like, Talked away below the earth. The atmosphere was like just an elderly alumni. Oh, man. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't rowdy or you just didn't hear it from the ice surface, I guess. No, I think, I think that's fair. I think like every, it has to be like uh, a real game is the wrong way, you know, like a playoff game or something like that, because it's just like you go in there and you're right. It's like it's elderly. Whereas you get, you, you just get the locals going to the game and hockey fans or even like, like for me, I was a hockey fan and knew some of the guys on the team. So I was like, I was going to go, but I'm not about to like go with my, my chest paint and sit behind the penalty <laughs> box. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be at the top row having popcorn and maybe sneaking a beer or something like that. But uh, so I, I'm definitely with you there. And uh, I mean, compared they have to football. They have football and basketball too, those are, that, those are big sports there. At state. That's the thing where, whereas you talk to people and again, I'm not like a huge basketball fan. I haven't gone to a college game. I like, I love watching college and especially in March, but right. I mean, a lot of people say that playing basketball in like at, at state and with the is zone and everything is like their favorite place where it's the opposite for, you know, hockey, unfortunately yeah. we'll change that. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need to change their, their program a little bit, actually. Now, now that we mentioned it, they need to turn that around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Send a letter. Oil, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, just move on from, uh, from college and, I guess the the next question would be, what came first? Was it the playing at the Red Wings camps or Europe, or were you playing in the Red Wings camps coming back from Europe? So those ring, those Red Wings camps were my freshman and sophomore year. Okay, or summers of freshman and sophomore year. Um, I had shoulder surgery after my sophomore year and after my junior year. So same shoulder surgery as soon as the season ended, which for me basically closed doors and for any summer um, camps or anything of that sort. So uh, those camps were the first two years I was at Western. Uh, great experiences, met some great people. Obviously, a lot of those guys that are on Detroit now or, or somewhere else in the NHL were at the camp um, for those two years. Uh, Ablocator, Helm. Um, were some of those other guys that were around? Was Franz in there when when you were? Then Cronwall was at one of the camps because he was coming off back surgery. Uh, Howard was at one of the camps as well, coming off an injury. So met some pretty cool guys, and and um, Zetterberg was actually down the road a couple of years. Like I always skated with them, kind of skipping gears. I skated with them after college ended in the summers leading to my. Uh, departure for Europe. So I would skate with a team, some guys that were around that were other pro guys that lived in the area. 
would skate. So it was kind of like summer shinny, like a little bit of practices, drills, and then go into, you know, five on five full ice. They'd do an ice cut and mm. uh, train with those guys uh, up until leaving. So those camps were, were great. I mean, it's a week long and they were in, uh, they're at Joe Lewis arena. And honestly, it's the, those two weeks were the best I felt as a hockey player, just all around. Um, I mean, obviously all the other guys were skilled and, and good players, high end players and just the nutrition, the off ice, the routine that they had and, and they put us through there was, was incredible. You know, I mean, it, it just felt, my body felt great every day, you know, like as, as opposed to in juniors where my legs felt like a thousand pounds and I couldn't <laughs> move one day after just a regular day, uh, a regular Tuesday or whatever. But there was every day that, you know, we beat ourselves down and, and they put us through, you know, some tough, tough days and, and the next day you just, you just feel good still. And, and you still have that energy. You still have, you know, the light legs and, and all of that. So all that was, was awesome and um, really cool to be a part of. Unfortunately, Derek, do you think uh, one of the reasons why you felt so good is it because you were playing like at the Red Wings camp? Do you think that had anything to do with it? Or do you think it was more just because of uh, where you were in your career? Yeah. I mean, that definitely gave give a little jump putting on the wing sweater um, and, and getting dressed in that room, you know, and some of the names on those stalls for sure. That that's that's a cool cool thing for any kid or anybody who's is able to go through that. Um, but I, I mean, I was in great shape through college, and, and when those seasons ended, um, you know, workouts started a week or two later. So it ne- there was never really like a break or a um, laps in the conditioning part um so i I just felt good and and what they i don't know if it was what they fed us or the the gatorade shakes that had 360 calories in it um what it was but um whatever i did it was just a a good routine and it just felt good and and on the ice obviously it's easier to play with um better players in a sense or or hockey that's up there makes things easier i mean Zetterberg or skating with those guys, um, even in the summer skates, like it's easy, you know, like put me on a line, give me a contract. <laughs> I, I can get 20. This guy makes yeah. me look good. You know, this guy makes me look good. So. Yeah. That, that's um, what I was yeah, going to say. Those, those are great. Those yeah. Those are great experiences and um, was real lucky and fortunate enough to be a part of them and, and meet some of those guys too, who I, you know, still talk to her. We'll uh, get a message from time to time. Was there, was there anybody that, uh, that kind of surprised you when you were playing out there? Like, Whoa, I had no idea the amount of talent this guy has. Um, I mean, besides Jimmy Howard, Howard, but that's yeah. <laughs> Howard. Howard's good, man. He's good. You guys don't dog him. Don't dog him. I like Howie. <laughs> oh, we we've, we that's all we've that's all we've been doing it's strictly because of his last year that's it yeah yeah i mean that's 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 tough that's yeah. a it's a tough spot for him to be in i think any goalie in oh, that position, absolutely you know but great career um but uh who can i say you know i think i think one of the guys who's an absolute beauty and a great guy um it's the opposite of what you asked but Dan Cleary, 
Um, oh yeah. And his last <laughs> year, I think he was with GR, and he just—I mean—he was pretty, pretty happy with his career and everything, and uh, I think pretty packed in and comfortable, and and more so could be around as long as he wanted because he's such a great guy. Um, mm. but like the practices or, or the first skates, like I kind of like double looked him, like who is this guy, man? Like he he could could hardly stand up. I felt like, right? Yeah. <laughs> there was, a, I think, the second or third skate during the five on five, he took a stick to the mouth, and I never oh, saw him. I never saw him again come out of those skates. But, um, yeah, he probably wanted to kill whoever did it, too. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a guy that is just like very comfortable walking into any room that he's in. And if you're not like in his, like his inner circle, he could he could easily just like make you feel like you're an idiot to me. Like that's how my initial reaction was. I'm like, this, why is this guy like so much cooler than me right now? I didn't even do anything to him. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're not far off. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. A lot of those guys have different skills and different um, special things that they, you can see throughout practices and, and just little drills that you might not see in games or them to pull off all the time, but you see that they have something special and, it's cool to see. How how was uh was Franzen? Absolute beauty. I hear that he's kind of like a goofy guy. Like he's like subtle, like subtle funny, right? He's got like, yeah, like a dry humor type deal. Like <laughs> always, always happy. Like, but uh, sometimes can have a blank stare. You know, like where he'll he'll just be smiling, but not sure if if it's like a real smile or like a confused look. <laughs> he's he's hilarious though he was mostly injured around the times when um i first met him that's when he started to started to battle with the his injuries and whatnot but we had some good uh inbox conversations and um laughs about his instagram rants and and things that he would get in battles with i think it was over like trump or whatever it was politically but mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought it was hilarious like absolutely hilarious getting people going on there and uh, having fun with that. Oh, man. Funny. So side chat. <laughs> I, I going a uh, odd question here and you, and you maybe don't remember it. So when you're going to those camps and you're, I'm assuming you're going into like where the players park and everything, was there anybody that just rolled in with an unreal car or were they just like very clean and just expensive or was there anything just like out there? You're like, well, why is this guy driving a, a yellow Ferrari in here? <laughs> No, they're all, I mean, pretty nice. Zetterberg had the nicest car, I mean, cars, whatever. He has like 10 cars, I think. <laughs> Drove uh, a different <laughs> one each day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of them were just out of my league. I don't even know what kind of cars they were. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not big on the cars. One of them, funny story. I mean, most of those guys have nice, you know, SUVs or, or trucks. Right. But yeah. nothing's like too bad. Too, yeah. <laughs> I think it was uh, Nyquist had a BMW, and he did something to Franzen um, or to his car or something of that matter. So his payback was during practice, Franzen had somebody come and change the wheels on his car. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so like a bright neon rim or green rim. <laughs> Get out of here! With those wheels on it, for him, like everybody to see or drive past on the way out of that little tunnel for the players' lot of the joke. 
So that was hilarious to me. Uh, I think you can find that somewhere on his, his Instagram. Um, but, I'll have to go uh, look for it. That's too much. That's yeah. having too much money. Three years ago, but it, yeah, because you don't mess with me. Da, da, da. So <laughs> it was pretty funny, I thought. But yeah, probably an expense I wouldn't do for a prank. But I didn't get paid like them, so I, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, you just laugh. That's all right. <laughs> yep. My goodness. So now, um, what what was the uh, like? How did you land on the decision to end up in Europe? Um, so I ended up working on my Italian passport or my dad or my mom, my grandma, all of them said, you know, that's an option. You could get your Italian passport, um, and pursue Italy if, if the States, something doesn't come up. So, um, right away, my senior year, my dad, you know, got on it and started letters with the consulate and here Italy and had all the paperwork from my grandma's parents, I believe. So they started that process. My senior year was coming to an end. We obviously played until you know, the first game of the NCAA. So we were pretty deep in that, and uh, there was a lockout. So second year, shoulder surgery, same shoulder. Um, Dang. And I was thinking, I might as well go to Europe if I can use this passport. Everything went through with that. Um Ended up having a few teams in the Central League that reached out when Western's season ended, and my biggest thing was I got to graduate, I got to finish school before I leave this campus, or there is no finishing the school. <laughs> so, um, Fort Wayne was the closest, the Comets, and uh, they were they worked with me, and and everything was kind of I think off the books, um, pay as well, so. They let me, you know, stay in Kalamazoo, drive up, drive back. Um, if I wasn't playing in a game, you know, I wouldn't go on the trip type thing. So um, did that. And actually, they won the CHL that year. So that was kind of a cool experience. Two rings in one year. Um, yeah. Senior year. I only played one out of the 15 games. I think I was with them. Uh, they basically okay. signed me. They had an older guy who was injured and. Uh, the game I did play, I think I had four pims. <laughs> um, uh, but the other games, I literally, the coach would like, he'd be like, just warm up and, you know, get a sweat. Well, I'll let you know. And like 10 games in, it, it was always when he let me know, he'd say, yeah, you're not going. So finally, I'm like, hey, do I got to warm up again or what? <laughs> you know, like, I've got enough sweat. <laughs> yeah, I sweat. I'll sweat enough. But um, so I played one game and, and it was after a 22 hour bus ride in, in the cubby of the of the back of a sleeper. Me and another rookie, um, Dan Maggio, actually were jammed in the back. And, and that was the first game after a 22 hour bussy. Uh, Life's feeling great. I kind of said to myself, you know, I don't want to be living this lifestyle next year. Um, so I, I was approached by a couple teams in Europe. First one was the French, uh, French Alps and Villard de Lance. And uh, I mean, I jumped at that and like right away. And I probably should have waited looking back, but um, that started the the chapter in Europe. Um, there was free skiing, free golf, all in the contract. 
win bonus. Uh, it seemed all, all great. You know, I'm in the French Alps. It's not a stoplight in the town. Pretty unique. Um, so then, yeah, I left in, in August, beginning of August. And pl- I think I played 24 games in the eight months I was there. So it was a long, long year. Oh, to yeah. Say the- one game a week. There's, I think February we played two games a month of February. Oh, my. oh wow! Jeez, was and that like, was it just like an unreal um, place though? When it wasn't like a, a happening season or whatever they called it, like a holiday or carnival, it was ghost town, like ghost. So I mean, there was probably two months of that eight months where there was like nobody. Like worse than Youngstown. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you had mountains and like you had you could keep yourself busy. Yeah, but just I mean, I like a little action. Yeah, N- not not a lot of mountains in Youngstown, but no, uh, a lot of mountains. <laughs> French Alps, yeah, a lot of ant hills, but not a lot of mountains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, that's incredible! So so it's probably sweet going out there, though. I mean, like you're in a new place, and yeah, you you didn't. Maybe there's 25 games or tw- what'd you say, 24 games. I think, yeah, my first weekend I got suspended for four games for a high sticking. <laughs> well, actually, that kind of brings me to my next point, though. The yep. the the jump in uh, in PIMS, I mean, 85, I was just looking at 85 in your first year. I And it didn't seem like that was – well, I guess going back to your junior days, that was a part of your game. But in, in college, I mean, maybe you're just away from that kind of style of play. But what was it just easier to be more aggressive in, in France and people are just – not as aggressive as you. So it just, you're getting more pims or what, what was that transition like? Well, you know, you guys know, and everybody should know the, the physicality in the college. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Guys are trying to run people through the boards, take your head off every shift. Mm-hmm. Um, the French are very soft is a very soft culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the referees obviously are French, um, very soft, soft people as well uh so you know finished hits or physicality that you know would be okay or maybe even be deemed soft here in the u.s um was frowned upon heavily over there so going from having to like finish your hit or having to kind of play aggressive to be in the lineup at western um that transition was tough hockey wise i mean the first weekend um i got high sticking penalty and i think it was 29 penalty minutes and three games are you kidding me what oh yeah. my gosh three well, you got 29 penalty minutes for a high stick yeah it was a, a i feel like two, they made that up that's not even a, a, that's, a five a two a five and then two tens like majors so <laughs> it was something i never like incredible right did you tomahawk them <laughs> no, I was trying to stick lift. Yeah, the guy died. <laughs> I was literally trying to stick chip, stick lift him coming in on the back check, and I caught him. He moved his stick, and I caught him under the visor. Wow! So let's play. Let's <laughs> kick this guy out of the league. A little bit of blood. Get this guy <laughs> out. Of Ship him back to the U.S. This guy's so, an animal. He's crazy. So, they they probably like posted like wanted stickers like all over the town. Like this this is the this is the American uh, badass, the dirty Harry over here. Yeah, this and is all, the new freaking goon. Keep an eye. Yeah, the, the right? dozens of people in the French Alps and the in the in your community are looking at the poster. <laughs> yep. Oh man! So that didn't get me off to a good start. Suspended those three games, so I had to sit around for two and a half, three weeks, no games. Um, 
So I'm hitting the slope skiing. That was fun. Boys would uh, Sundays, you know, have have a couple beers, go out on the slopes. There's like you going 200 meters up, and then there's like a log cabin up there and place for with drinks and food, and um, we ski down. And guys would guys would have fun with that. And coach would like to remind us that uh, you know you're not covered. Uh, your contracts aren't covered if you get hurt skiing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a nice little reminder from time to time, especially when Even I Even though go, they gave you free skiing, off, by the way, don't break your leg. Off-road, yeah. Go, go skiing, but don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I've never seen a mountain like this before, but have fun. Have fun, but be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Derek, so you mentioned the French League was kind of soft. Uh, so the next year, you actually went over to the European League. Was that a little bit uh, more North American-style hockey? UK, UK, excuse me, yeah. yes. Yeah, Um hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, there was 14 or 15 imports, um, as opposed to three in France or two. Um, so that was different there because right out of the gate, I mean, we had too many French players on our team <laughs> in France. So <laughs> the UK, um, they were good players. Uh, the, the UK has some pretty good, uh, local players and, and young players that they groom through the different continents or wherever they're at. Um, and I feel like the physicality was allowed The you were allowed to fight if it was necessary, you know, like guys just, I mean, you couldn't take liberties and play the game the right way. You would have to answer to it. So that side of it was a lot more North American. You can speak English. I mean, if I go and talk to a ref, I'm not going to get a 10 minute misconduct because <laughs> and me, you know, like, I mean, the, the French refs literally would slap out tens if I tried to. My goodness, that's tough. That's some hard hockey right there, right? And and the and the number of games looks different too, right? I'm just looking. Oh yeah, I think there's like 60 in the UK, so that was also better. We played two games a week, right? Um, so if you do get sussed, you only get you get two games right in one week, where the other one you three games you're out for a month. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then like second time vendors is like two months. It's stupid. Yeah. But the UK was because they, they allowed you to play the game. I mean, the rest were still out to lunch, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a good condition. So, Derek, you mentioned uh, about fighting in the UK. I had a, I have a video of you hitting Kevin Phillips. First off, you laid him out, and then there's a nice little a little scuffle. Do you remember that fight at all? Yes, it I was, do. Uh, oh, you want to talk about it? <laughs> um, yes, I think it was uh, – we were in Belfast, yeah, and uh, the two brothers, Philip brothers, one of them, I, I, it was clean hit. I think he was just a super clean hit. It was just a buddy pass. I mean, my arms were down. Um, nothing wrong with that on that side, and then getting jumped uh, by I think it was Dave Phillips. I ended up we ended up being teammates a couple years later, but uh, yeah, I remember that, and I got I think twenty nine pims on that play as well. <laughs> yeah that was a, I got a, records <laughs> i definitely got a five major for the hit and then i got a five for fighting and then i got uh another two tens for an ejection what were, we, what were you saying to him what was i saying to him after the fight yeah you're you're, you're chirping something to him like hey yeah yeah well it was the second used the bleep button dustin <laughs> well, he, he jumped me uh a year before or the year prior i think it, i was on fife so 
Um, I was like, yeah, jump me again. I said, why don't you send your dad next time? I took care of you, your brother. <laughs> da, da, da. So like I think, oh, that's twice you're Owen two now. Like, um, oh, there, there you go. Getting kicked out of the game. <laughs> kicked out. Yeah, 47 minute penalty. And then I was clapping for the fans and gave them a wave. Cause they were all just giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a nice little salute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is great. So, I guess overall, and we can talk more too if, if you guys, uh, Dustin, Tyler, if you have more specific questions, but I guess I was curious. I mean, you talked, what piqued my interest, you talked about the French Alps and then you talk about a different league. So it looks like you've played, you know, over a number of years, you were in, you were in, uh, you know, a couple different teams in a couple different locations. If you had to go play like in one league or in one spot again, what would be like your favorite location, both fans, team, league, everything? That's tough. Uh, it's pretty tough. I, I feel like I was pretty lucky to kind of see or have the options I did. Um, but there were so many other things that factor in, like the the food, the people, uh, and the hockey. The atmosphere, I, I mean, in the UK, the Scottish and the English, there were some really, really, really passionate fans. Um, and I could understand them. So, that that kind of uh I, I, it was like yeah. soccer style fans yeah because like, i went, crazy I went to that, yeah. five or six manchester united games in my time in scotland and england um i met a, i linked up with a guy early on there who would take care of me with tickets that cost maybe 70 dollars american and i was front row at the manchester united games like eighty thousand people nice. most vibrant like atmosphere i think i'll ever be in um and people don't shut up the whole game like they, they constantly have something to say whether it's a chant or it's chirping somebody or how much they're paid and not worth like they are ruthless ruthless and relentless uh the best two words to describe them but um on top of you too in some of those rinks in scotland the old barns and and that was was pretty epic um but I mean, in Italy and Germany, there was rinks that, you know, it was open at one end or there's glass at one side and it's all mountains or it's all like just an epic view. So, I mean, if you're riding Whoa. the pine, you're one of the local guys that's just there for to fill a, a German spot or something. You at least have something to look at. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even imagine playing there. So that those were really cool and, and kind of all just unique and special in their own way. Um Really, I obviously spent the most time in the UK. So, you know, that was the place I'll remember most. But uh, Italy, Italian Alps, Cortina, and Germany, that's the, those were pretty pretty awesome places to live and, and pretty cool rinks and setups. I mean, one of the rinks in, in Germany, they were like those trailer pods outside the rink. So, I mean, I've seen everything <laughs> where there's no bat. Like, I went to bathroom to the bathroom in between periods and in that second league 90 percent of the games was with a fan or or the fans <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal oh like the buddy system you know like hey you want to go to the bathroom with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah i'm gonna go to the bathroom and i'm gonna freaking chop that fan who was i'm bringing my stick with me that fan is good for me all game yeah, that is that is um, awesome I, that's that's sweet. I got like piques my interest to go uh, 
to go traveling there more. Did that kind of do the same thing for you? Or were you like, hey, I, I experienced Europe. I, I'm like, I don't need to go back. Or was it the opposite where you're like, I experienced it playing. Now I want to go back as a tourist and just travel all over the place. Oh, man, I was, I think, half and half while, the whole time I was there. Um, if we had a weekend off, I was on a train or I was going somewhere. So I, I got to see probably 11 different countries while I was over there. Um, some for extended time. So to go back, yeah, once my little guy's uh, a little bit older, maybe in a couple of years or maybe even next year. Hey, Derek. You, yeah. Did you say you rode a train? <laughs> train, yeah. Haha. So told you, boys. I knew someone rode a train over there. <laughs> I don't. Did, did we doubt? Did we? No, doubt no, you? no, no. But no. the last person, last person we had on, was like, yeah, no, not really. Oh, that's that's, awesome. Yeah, that's I never doubted you. <laughs> did I, I get I, on the wrong train once in a while? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm in the wrong country. I'd love to go back, maybe even a country where I played and, and check out a game and, and see some familiar faces with people that have you know, put, had an impact on me and my time there. Um, so, well, so out of out of all the countries you've been to um, and, and played in, what country hates Americans the most? <laughs> Ooh, probably the French. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah man. They, they chirped me like two months in. They're like, you've been here – Two months now, speak French. And like, what? dude, I lost my mind. I'd be like, you guys would be speaking German if it wasn't for the Americans and English. Like, take it easy. You know, like, I'm trying over here. Bonjour. Au revoir. Bonjour. Trying. Been here for two weeks. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. So, yeah, they were, they were rough. I mean, everybody else was, was great and, and I think loved Americans and, um, I mean, in Italy, I had a little stint though. Quick story in Cortina. I was there for a week. They gave me a car. I just got a car. I was fired up driving home from practice. And there was like a, a police, stop, like there's stops, cops in the middle of the road waving you over. So I got waved over and ended up getting like a 350 year old ticket because I have some international license or something. I'm like, dude, I've been driving over here for the last six years. Yeah, somebody gave me this. <laughs> What's going on here? Like, so that that was a tough one. That's when you give oh. the ticket to the coach. Yeah, yeah coach. Tried. Here you go. I tried. Yeah. He's like, no, sorry, it's not in the contract. Yeah, <laughs> cover this contract. one. <laughs> Free golf, but no, no no tickets. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was able to play the old course. That was a cool memory too. Played that um, December twenty eighth. Played St. Andrews. Oh no way! Old course. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, What'd you, you shoot? Yeah, how'd you shoot? Well, I only got to play 14. I think I was about 15 over. Oh, there you go. Well, you don't have to tell us All the 14 right. part. You just ended up 15 over. That works. Yeah. Well, I drove the <laughs> hotel on 17. How's that? <laughs> that way, that's that. Even I that's what you should lead with. Side. I found it in some. Uh, it was kind of in the gravel, but it was playable. Yeah, as long as it's playable. That's my motto. I don't know. I don't trust the fairways. <laughs> like, find the ball. I don't trust the fairways. It was pretty cool because we had to play off a mat, so you had a good lie every time. Oh, so perfect. You're not, allowed, you're not allowed to get off the ground. They give you like a 12 by 12 uh, piece of turf to carry with you. Wow. That's incredible. I didn't know that. I feel like, dude, is that like a normal or a common knowledge? 
Because I have never heard that before. I think over there, they do it at some of those nicer courses as it's cold and people will play in the rain, mm-hmm. cold, mm-hmm. snow. Oh, yeah. They, they don't want to screw up the, the course. They want to keep that. Yeah, they, that's why the courses stay so green and tip-top shape. Mm, Man, I'm, I'm going to start bringing my little piece of turf with me everywhere I go now. There you go. Say it's uh, you're Scottish or something. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is I'll, $11. I'll a really bad accent. My culture. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming on, Derek. We, we appreciate you coming on for, for round two and, we could we could already tell we we've been uh, we've been going back and forth in the group chat here. Just say that you have so much so many more stories. So uh, uh, I mean, we're we're definitely gonna have to have you on again. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's there's just so much more to talk about. I feel like for sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, any anytime you guys want, we uh, we're gonna be ramping up here because we're allowed to play back uh, in Michigan now. So there you go. Five practices this week. I canceled night with the snow day, but, um, ramping back up, love to chat with you guys and throw some more stories around. Maybe after, maybe after your season's done, you can come back on and tell us how, when we can, uh, get some more stories and some coaching stories and some player stories. There you go. We'll get a recap of the year and then, uh, what's happening next year. What's in store. Yeah, I like it. Go. I like it. So. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Derek. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, good luck the rest of the season. And uh, we'll we'll stay in touch for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. And uh, go wings, right? Go <laughs> wings. Go yeah. wings. <laughs> go right. Caesars. Go yeah. Caesars. There you yeah. Go. All right. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, guys. You done goofed. All righty. That was the final part for Derek, but probably not the last part. I was going to say final part not? for now. <laughs> final part that's been recorded already. It was yeah, part. Exactly. Well, let's just say part two out of we we're not sure how many. Fifty, part, seventy thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. So Dustin, I want to make sure that you definitely post that video on um on the Wing Sauce page that he he sent to me after he recorded two parts. The one where he uh well you know what. I don't want to spoil it because um, just check out the video that you post. Yes, yeah, no exactly. It's Do you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. I I I didn't you want you What the hell? Yeah, are you we talking t- about. Wait, what? What? What, <laughs> what is going on right now, guys? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Nothing. Move on. <laughs> All right. The wings suck. Breaking news. Yeah, well, news. Yeah, I was gonna say siren Whoa. going off. Breaking news. What? That's new. <laughs> I never would have guessed. No, but uh yeah, so my so so every game when Grace was losing, I'd I'd text the group chat and say, Oh, look who's in that. And then well, last last night didn't work in my favor. But that I was guess the outlier. That I was guess the it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter who who's in that. I it's no. this goes this actually proves this proves my point if it happens one more time. You guys use uh, behind the bench? You can't. <laughs> okay, that that one has not been an outlier. So let's talk about that real quick. No, we don't he's even need here. to. We yeah, we don't need to talk about it. It's been said. Yeah, he's out of here. He's he's gone. Goodbye. So don't come you. back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. No, make sure um, it does. And have <laughs> Obi cup check him on the way out. <laughs> and the nice cross check in the forearm on the way out of the door too. 
<laughs> That'll definitely rile them up. Uh, <laughs> actually, my blog wasn't that mean. So no, but um, uh, one good note for the Carolina games: Dina looked good. Zadina, man, he's, yeah. he's the only one playing. He's, well, he's the only one playing that game. Apparently, I will say though. I mean, like <laughs> you got you got you got a couple of big injuries too with the wings. Like hey, they 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 look they looked all right, right? Like at halfway through the game, or I, don't, I forget when it kind of turned, but the, they were doing all right. And then the it's just like they, good. the third did yeah, not look good. They do. They don't have the depth at that point, especially when you guys. I mean, look at how many minutes Larkin and Bertuzzi average a game. What eight, like seventeen right. to twenty one? That's so. I think that's, it's. I, I think it's like eighteen to twenty. Larkin's averaging twenty. Uh, Bert yeah. was averaging twenty. So around twenty. Yeah. Okay. So you got you got you got twenty. You got forty minutes of ice time there between two players of your top. Your you know top two out of uh, your top five or whatever it may be. Um, top three really, and you don't have them in your lineup on the worst place team. It's, it's not it's not a it's not a recipe for success so no. I, I i i'm looking at specific players i'm not looking at the game we've already talked about it i know you guys are doing the same thing you're like hey if zadina can show up if you can have, if you can have guys show up and play well you're not gonna win but that's all you need from them is to give it their all and dustin you've said it a million times right you just want to see guys work hard um and if you don't have the depth you're gonna see the third period collapses yep 100 percent Go and ahead. so what, what, one thing, though, I, I still, for the last two years, don't understand why Ronick is still have the most time on ice. I don't get it. He's not that good. He's Yeah, he averages like 24 minutes. Like, or yeah, not speaking, average overall. Speaking but of like, one thing that we agree upon, boys, all three of us can get on that, get on that train. We don't understand how that's possible. I don't get it. It makes zero sense. Like, it, statistically, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of points fucking, does he have. Is it like a who else ten. is va- available? I mean, he he's, no he's goals, up there in points. He's, he's like a minus ten. He's a minus like, ten. Is he like third on the team in points? Right. Uh, on points, he is, which isn't saying da, much. Da, 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 fourth, right behind Mantha. Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, that's a tough position. Like you need points, but at the same time, you can't have a guy. You can't have. You can't have a guy minus ten when you need him in the back end. His defensive, it, like. So we we've all said this before in in some fashion or another that we all can appreciate his his offensive ability his defensive side is is just garbage. Yeah, but he's a defenseman, not a forward. Is he well, is he partnered with is he with Stahl? Who's his D partner? Okay. Yeah, I mean you do need Stahl to help him out a little bit and bail him out cuz if you have a guy playing forward you you expect him to jump up in the play, you want him to jump up in the play, but Man, that's a lot of offensive defenseman minutes on the ice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, for somebody yeah, that's absolutely. Not... He, he was actually with the Kaiser. Oh, the Kaiser, but he, that's recent, right? He's been with Stall for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's been with Stall. Yeah, I mean, and the Kaiser, he like, got to show up too, and he's been hurt, and he's been back. So, um, say the same argument goes. Same argument for for anybody that is partnered with him. Like, you have to have a defensive. Think back. Like, he would be great with Lidstrom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, can we, oh yeah! Why can't we find another I one? Be him? great with Lindstrom. <laughs> no, like, but you get my point. Like you need a solid, de- like a defensive defenseman to oh, be part of. Tyler's parents are home. Yeah. Do you hear the dogs? Dogs are going yep. crazy. Tyler's um, dogs are barking. Yeah, dogs are barking, baby. Go get them. Get them. Kill. No. Well, get luckily em. we're wrapping up anyway on this, but um, uh, it, it weird time too because now this is the first time all season that they're in kind of a little break period, right? They're out for three, four games or four days. Four days. Yeah. Four so days. 
Who knows? They so, rest up. Hopefully, Bert's back. Hopefully, Larkin's back. And God, I hope Bert's back. That's hurting us. Yeah. But uh, one thing, Philpola was put on waivers. No one claimed him. Shocker. So, right. Not not surprised there. Um, those jerseys other- should be put on waivers. <laughs> those Nobody's reverse claim those are so bad. <laughs> I think they're gonna take off their practice jerseys before the game. Oh Tyler, my I thought god. You- I thought you bought a Heronic reverse he did? Uh, no. retro. Oh, yeah. Heronic! Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Who that's do you even think better? I am? <laughs> no, I swear that's what I saw. I don't know. Either Friends. way, we'll get, no, we'll get defi- either one of those. <laughs> it definitely well, was a Bertuzzi reverse retro, though. It I don't think it was. Retro. So Okay, it was a drunken purchase. I swear. I If I did buy one of those, I, I'm probably just going to burn it. No, no, no. I need a picture of you smiling, like a big fucking cheesy smile so I can post it on the, on the page. Oh, damn it. I, I, I actually want to text. So Anthony was no. the one who ordered it for me. So he knows what I ordered. Nope. You got to wait. You got to wait. Damn. Well, surprise. Like it Christmas could be 12 morning. weeks because it it's from China. Do an unboxing. 40 years. It could, yeah. <laughs> you have to do an unboxing get. video. Yes. Yes. So I can see your disappointment when you open it up and serve it as retro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys want me to do an unboxing? Yes. yes I want yep. to see it. All right. Fair. All right. Hey, do you guys got anything else? Nope. All right, let's get the puck out of here, and uh, I'll Peace. talk about a little Red Wings hockey next week. Ow! See ya. See ya.